Welcome. Hello, 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 Soul Food family. Welcome to another episode of Crossing Bridges with Ray. I am your host, Ray. And today I am providing another tool, um, but I'm providing a little bit more in-depth um, explanation and sharing my personal experience with the 23rd song. Um, I think I shared with you guys in my series that um, during the very beginning of my practice or just putting together a practice um, that I held dear and still do to this day, it was prayer and I really did not know how to pray. Um, and there's so many ways that people do express themselves in prayer. Um, it was kind of like intimidating and, um, which is why I kind of stress to make everything that you do personally, your own, because there's no one way to pray. <laughs> okay. Um, let me just put that out there. But, um, when I was in the very beginning and just trying to figure out, okay, I, I want to pray what shall I pray? Like, what can make it easier for me? And the 23rd Psalm is so all-encompassing. And especially for, actually it's for every time in my life, but especially for that time in my life, because I really was trying to make a huge shift and change in my life. And there was so much going on. There was so much going on. All I really, really, really wanted was some peace, peace of mind, um, to grow my faith, um, to grow my belief in God that he was there for me and that he would help me and that I could call on him and all of these things that really were foreign, very, very, very foreign to me at the time. And the 23rd Psalm, I still say it to this day, was my morning prayer. Um, I don't deem it as my morning prayer now because I will pray it at any at any time, like morning, noon, night, you know, throughout the day, it doesn't matter um, because it's such a powerful statement. And if you actually study the words and the uh, verses of the scripture of the 23rd Psalm, you will understand what I'm saying. And I think what I will do is I think I will expound and break down each verse and maybe even add a prayer to it so that you can understand the depth and the power of this prayer. So the 23rd Psalm is one of the most well-known and loved passages in the Bible. Many famous, famous people throughout history have quoted it. The Psalm speaks to the Lord being a shepherd to his people and guiding them through life. It is a beautiful reminder that no matter what we go through, God will always be there for us. So I did a little bit of research um, because even though I have read the Bible and have read different passages and stuff when I was studying and things of that nature, I wanted to get this right. So David it was the author of the 23rd Psalm. I guess he's the author of the Psalms, period. Um, but David was a shepherd boy before becoming a king. And as a shepherd, he is responsible for taking care of his flock and protecting them from danger. 
This experience, no doubt, influenced his writing of this song. David compared his relationship with God to that of a sheep and its shepherd. Just as a sheep completely depends on the shepherd for guidance and protection, we too depend on God. <clears throat> when David wrote the 23rd Psalm, he was likely going through some sort of tough, tough times. We see, um, we see this in the way that he described God as our shepherd who leads us through the valley of the shadow of death. Ultimately, the 23rd Psalm shows that even in the midst of darkness and danger, we can trust that God will lead and protect us. This is the message of hope that the 23rd Psalm brings. <clears throat> Excuse me. So praying the 23rd Psalm is a powerful way to connect to God, even in the midst of difficulty and hardship. And in my personal opinion, that is, that's not the only time that we should be praying to God. We should be praying to God all the time. Um, I find that a lot of times people want to pray or share with me that they prayed or whatever the case may be. And it's always like when something bad is going on, but what about the goodness? Do you actually express gratitude for the goodness that God has done in your life? Um, or do you even recognize him? Because a lot of times when things are going great, people kind of sort of like do the yo-yo thing with God, like, oh, things are going bad. I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. And then like when the smoke clears and everything's good, like, you know, sometimes you don't hear people talking about how they prayed for this or they thanked God for this or they have so much gratitude for the things that he's done for them. So I digress, sorry. So uh, let's go through the... Well, actually, let me re recite the 23rd Psalm first, and then we're going to go kind of sort of like verse by verse, and I'm going to give you some context. So the 23rd Psalm, <clears throat> there's several versions, but I'm going to read, I believe this is the King James Version. Um, I have an Aramaic Bible, so I normally read my Aramaic Bible, and it's a little bit different, but <clears throat> excuse me, the 23rd Psalm is, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You announce, you announce, I'm sorry, you anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So as I, um, as I recited this Psalm every morning, at some point, um, I think this is something that my coach suggested. At some point, it was suggested that we actually go through each verse and kind of like study it or even journal about like what each verse means. And so what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to kind of sort of break down the uh, verses and 
later on, I'll give you a prayer to go with each verse, um, just so that you can get into this prayer, because I, I'm sorry, this scripture and, and prayer, because one of the things that I believe is very important, and I've said this before, constant repetition breeds belief, conviction, uh, faith and things of that nature. So the more that you get into and actually understand what it is that you're saying, because I find a lot of times we're just reading off these scriptures and quoting scriptures and stuff like that, but we don't really know what they mean and nor do we go into the full scripture. In other words, we don't go like to what was said before the scripture started or even after. Um, and it's not everyone. I'm just making a uh, a random statement. Um, and so the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That is the first verse. This verse speaks of our dependence on God, just as sheep needs its shepherd. We need God in our lives. When we trust him, he will provide for all of our needs. The declaration of trust that the Lord is my shepherd is a beautiful statement of faith. Why? because it acknowledges that God is our ultimate provider and we can trust him to meet all of our needs. And, you know, this was very important for me. Um, there were times where, where I was, like as a single mom, I was just trying to make everything work, everything um happen for myself or for my children or whatever the case may be. Um, and there were definitely times where I was, you know, praying to God or asking God or seeking guidance about, you know, how am I going to buy this lacrosse gear or how am I going to, you know, get another car? Um, when I was in Atlanta, my car was stolen. Um, you know, and it wasn't like, how am I going to get another car? But there was, there's so many things that go on when your car is stolen that I had no idea about. Like, I didn't know that they automatically suspect you from the beginning, but that's a whole, whole, whole nother story for another day. Um, but I'm just giving you examples. Like, how am I going to get through the day at this job? You know, how am I going to go to work and I'm being harassed by another coworker. Like there's so many things that you need to have. You need to have a place to go and someone that you feel, well, not someone, but that you have an ultimate source that can answer your questions, that can cover you, that can protect you, that can guide you. Hey, Soul Food family, allow this to be like a mini break inside of this recording. I had a little bit of technical difficulties, and so we are going to start over with the breakdown of the 23rd Psalm. Thank you so much for your patience with me. I appreciate it. Okay, so allow me to share a breakdown of the 23rd Psalm. I want this to be your go-to prayer. I also want this to be maybe even your first scripture or prayer that you have broken down and studied so that you fully know what it means 
and how it can carry you through and for, help you to form your belief, your conviction, and your faith in God. So the breakdown really is just giving you a theme for each um, for each verse. <clears throat> so the breakdown is... The Lord is my shepherd, is relationship. I shall not want, is supply and satisfaction. He maketh me lie down in green pastures, is rest. He leads me beside the still waters, is refreshment. He restores my soul, is healing. He leads me in the path of righteousness, is guidance for his name's sake, his purpose. <clears throat> Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, his trial and testing, I will fear no evil, his protection and trust. For you are with me, his faithfulness. Your rod and your staff they comfort me, is concern and compassion. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, is hope and provision. You anoint my head with oil, that's consecration. My cup overflows, is abundance. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. All the days of my life is blessing. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. And that is security and safety forever. And that is eternity in heaven. So what I also would like to do, and I want to put this on the back end just as long, just because if you don't want to go this far, you don't have to. So I want to break down the verses and provide a prayer for each section. So if you will, allow me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And here's the prayer. Lord, we thank you for being our shepherd, for taking care of our every need, just as shepherds tend to his flock. We pray for faith, to trust in your provision, knowing that with you, we lack nothing. Grant us peace in your green pastures and restore our souls when we are weary. Let us embrace your guidance and walk fearlessly in the path of righteousness for your name's sake, amen. Verse two, he makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still water. And the prayer is, oh Lord, thank you for leading us beside the still waters. In the turbulence of life, help us find tranquility in your presence. Allow us to rest 
and drink deeply from the water of life you offer. We know that you can calm every storm and still every fear. Strengthen us to follow your path of peace each and every day. Amen. Verse three is, he restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So for the first section, which is he restores my soul, the prayer is, gracious Lord, as you prepare, as you restore our souls, we ask for your healing touch. Refresh our spirits when we feel drained. Restore us when we are broken and renew us when we are tired. Empower us to reflect your love and grace to others, even as you have done for us. Guide us in the path of righteousness that we may bring glory to your name. Amen. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. God, we thank you for guiding us along the path of righteousness. Help us to make choices that honor you. Even when the road is tough, may your actions reflect your love, justice, and mercy. Teach us to trust in your wisdom and follow your guidance every day of our lives. Amen. The third, I'm sorry, the fourth verse, <clears throat> excuse me. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, the prayer is, in times when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, remind us, oh Lord, that we need not fear. You are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. We pray for those who are facing trials and hardships. Help us to trust in your steadfast presence and protection, knowing you walk with us every step of the way. Amen. The rest of that verse is, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And the prayer is, Father, we are grateful that your comforting presence follows us all the days of our lives. Help us to be mindful of you in every moment, in our joys and in our sorrows, in our victories and challenges. Teach us to cultivate an enduring sense of presence that drives out fear and fosters peace. Amen. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. And the prayer is, Heavenly Father, thank you for preparing a table before us, even in the presence of our enemies. When we feel surrounded, remind us that we feast under your watchful eye. Fill us with gratitude for the bounty you provided and courage to share your love, even with those who oppose us. Amen. The rest of that verse is, you anoint my head with oil. 
And the prayer is, thank you, Lord, for anointing our heads with oil, symbolizing your Holy Spirit's presence in our lives. May we overflow with your joy, love, and peace. And may our cups run over with your abundant blessings. Help us to live our lives as a testament to your love and goodness, touching others with, your, with the overflow of your grace. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of my life. And the prayer is, we praise you, God, for your goodness and mercy that follows us all the days of our lives. Even when we fail, your mercy is there. Even when we struggle, your goodness pursues us. We pray that we will strive to emulate your goodness and mercy in our interactions with others. Amen. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Lord, we are grateful for the promise that we will dwell in your house forever. This promise gives us hope and peace, knowing that our eternal home is secured with you. Guide us through the journey of life until we meet you face to face in glory. Amen. So, I cannot express enough how this prayer has, has changed me, has comforted me, has uplifted me, has allowed me to have unwavering faith in God. In the very, very beginning, I did not understand what I was saying. <laughs> I really was just looking for a way to pray. And the fact that you can turn Psalm 23 into a prayer is just a miracle within itself. And I say that because and some of you may feel what I'm saying, but when you are lost and you are seeking to be found, simplicity for me, and this is my suggestion, is the easiest thing for you to do. And the 23rd Psalm is, is literally like a poem almost. And so the more that you say it, the more that you'll know it, the more that you'll be able to say it whenever you want to or... You know, I used to walk around like with a little, um, a little like card in my wallet. And then eventually I like put it in my phone, but I would just say it all the time because there's so much to this prayer. There's so much to this prayer. And so I pray that what it is that I have provided for you gives you at least a start to how you can pray and how, as I've broken it down, how this psalm is so encompassing in life. In life. <laughs> so thank you for 
joining me for another episode of Crossing Bridges with Ray. I really appreciate you being here if you made it this far. And I really, really implore you to share this and any other episodes with anyone that needs this information. I really, really appreciate, I just really appreciate anyone who is listening and anyone who is digesting this information as I personally feel like it is really, really needed right now from what it is that I see and observe um, just overall, um, God is needed everywhere. And I'm sure, and I'm just going to go out on the limb and say this, I'm sure that he is trying to get your attention. He's trying to get your attention. And if you landed here, then he's definitely getting your attention. So thank you again for listening to another episode of Crossing Bridges with Ray. I pray that this, um, this tool, this practice, and the other tools that I have provided for you will not only help you, but allow you to have a shift and allow you to start the process of whatever that is that you're seeking and prayerfully you're seeking to not only start to love yourself, but also to start a process of building a relationship and a love for God, because he already loves you. Until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Crossing Bridges with Ray.